the Weekend Chat Podcast, featuring Ricardo Martinez. You know, I want my personality to be shown, you know? I'm Christian Flores, you know, and I'll, I'll rock it. And let's get into the show. And we're back. Yes, we're back with another episode of the Weekend Chat Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ricardo Martinez, alongside my partner in crime, Christian Flores. Christian, how are you today? Uh, Ricardo, I am very tired for uh, work reasons. You know, I'm really not going to get into it because, you know, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. I might get into it, but uh, I'm really tired. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. You know why I'm doing all right? People. Oh, wait, why? <laughs> people actually listen to our podcast. Oh, right. You know, we got, we got yeah. so much support. I'm so glad. So happy people actually listen. It wasn't just like two people. Just came out right you know <laughs> yeah it was like me and you yeah we got two people no but it was actually more than that so we were i, I was you know super happy um you know uh how was what were your first reactions to that i know immediately after we cut off camera you know mm-hmm. or off start stop recording you know we were kind of like hey that was pretty good actually yeah so obviously you know we're new at this right we never done a podcast before or like talk and with recording on or anything so i don't think we did that bad but i'm saying as we do more episodes we'll get better at this you know improve the quality and as you just heard we have an intro now and that's, i love it i think it sounds perfect actually and we're also on uh yeah. apple podcast now and spotify so you can listen to those platforms mm-hmm. as well and yeah and also also so sunday you asked me how many listens we had right and i told you uh 38 so now it's friday so how many, take a guess how much listens we have the first seven days. Uh, I want to be optimistic and say 50, but I'm, I'm just going to say like 40. 40? Yeah. Okay. Well, in the first seven days, we got 51 listens. Oh, hey, that's congrats to us, you know. Hey. Oh, a shout out to our viewers. We don't know who you are, or at least not most of you, but thank uh-huh. you, you know. Yeah, feedback is graciously appreciated. So if you want to hit us up on Twitter or Instagram, you can do that. We'll leave the information on our bio, our pod, uh, podcast information. So you can hit us up with uh, stuff you want to hear, you know, stuff you want us to talk about, uh, things you want to find out, uh, things you want to, platforms you want to, spread you know information you want to spread especially with everything that's going on in this uh turbulent times right and our twitter is uh, at weekend underscore chat not weekend underscore podcasts i listened to the first episode i said weekend underscore podcast like twice but it's now the official twitter is weekend underscore chat okay don't fire me christian all right i just got this job okay <laughs> Oh, please. <laughs> We're, it's 50 50, okay? Yeah. I don't, we, none of us have majority shares. So, you know, we can't fire the other. Uh, but no, yeah. And then the Instagram is um, the weekend chat. That's pretty much it, you know? Uh, I would change it, but, you know, it's kind of our brand. <laughs> yeah. Now. And I run the Twitter and Christian runs the Instagram, just to let you guys know. Yeah, that's why the Twitter has more followers than Instagram because Ricardo knows how to market and I don't. <laughs> well, like eight more followers, silly. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, it's still eight more followers. You know okay, what I mean? Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna shift into our main focus of the show, and I'm gonna talk about the George Floyd killing. And you know, we have a platform here. You know, it might may not have that much of an audience, but it's still a platform either way. 
And I feel like it would be irresponsible if we didn't talk about it, you know? Yeah, for sure. And just I'd like to point out some things, too, before we get started into it, because we live in times where people, uh, I want to say, get offended and they have all right to if they want to get offended that's their own thing that kind of stuff so um, i what i kind of just want to say is that viewer discretion is advised we're definitely not going to try to offend anybody <laughs> you know uh and we're not going to take sides we're just really gonna say you know what's when it's what's in our minds you know yeah so so yeah what was, I'll, let's just start getting so what was your reaction when you first saw that video Oh, when I first saw that video, I, honestly, eh, I've seen, you know, since we're a generation that really it's like the most streamlined with social media, you know, it's like we learn everything, uh, we get everything firsthand, and it's like so much to take in. So when I saw that video, it was kind of like pretty much seeing all those other videos that I've seen in the past, you know, because it's not the first video that's popped up. You know what I mean? There's definitely been, you know, that kind of, those kind of interactions before, you know, with uh, Trayvon Martin and uh, countless others. Uh, so, you know, it's, I was kind of shocked, you know, obviously, but not as much because I know that as, you know, as, as people, we get desensitized to that kind of stuff, you know? Um, but as it started picking up more heat and everything like that, and I, you know, with rewatching it and it's like really sad that that happened, you know, and I saw the video and then like the transcript and you start paying attention to it. And it's really sad because like, it's a grown man that's crying out for his life and his mother and, you know, and like he knew what was about to happen. And it's really sad because there was really no way for anybody to get involved without themselves getting arrested or hurt. Right. And so unfair, with, you know. Yeah. And it, it was, uh, it was just really yeah, sad. How so, about yourself? Yeah. So those, those officers killed George Floyd, you know, simple as that, you know, the officer had his knee inside his neck for a total of eight minutes and 46 seconds and including two minutes and 53 seconds or he was unresponsive and he, you know, he said he couldn't breathe. He was calling for his mom. And, you know, if watching that video didn't make you mad, then you should be furious, you know, because it's time and time again, we see this kind of stuff happening without, you know, no real change to avoid uh, more stuff like this to keep on happening, you know, and watching this, you know, this could have been one of my black friends, Christian, you know, could have been one of their relatives and, that, and that's scary to think about, you know? Right. Um, as people, we also have to look out, like, even if you're not black, like, there, you know, you still have to look out for, for I mean, we are people of, of color, you know, you know, being Latinos, but like, and you still have to look out for, you know, your friends, you know, your fan, the family of your friends and, and like, you, you never know. So like, it's just like the humane thing to do, you know, it's like, I don't know why it's, some people think it's controversial, you know, that, yeah, that, you know, the black lives, you know, are not as, you know, important as other lives, um, but black lives do matter, you know, which is kind sure. of the main point. And also, um, I'm glad we have this video because, you know, if this, if nobody ever recorded it, you know, this probably wouldn't got, you know, same attention as it, as it did in you know, the whole world, you know. If people just said this without no real video, you know, we probably wouldn't be even talking about this, you know. And, you know, I will say this, you know, in the last 10 years, 
I want to say like America has become more racist or anything. I just think that, you know, now people are starting to record it uh, more, right? We have that technology now that we can film it for everyone to believe, you know, because, you know, probably a lot of stuff happens that we don't know because, you know, there's not a third party to be able to record it and document it for the rest of the world to be outraged about. Right. You know, uh, I definitely agree with that, that really I saw someone make a post about this or they said that uh, racism hasn't increased. It's just being recorded more now, mm-hmm. you yes, know, I think it's always like, yeah. And it was, and it's just so crazy to think like, it's like we're living um, during the uh, civil rights movement, you know, it's basically a civil rights movement thing that's going on right now. And it's just uh, crazy to think about because 2020, the year itself, has been so it's been you know, hard. packed. It's been hard. it's been hard. It's been packed with so much catastrophes, really. And and I like to say that you know it's like this was the this you know the civil rights movement, the whole uh, the, the Black Lives Matter. It 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 was a revolution just. Um, just waiting to happen, you know, it, this has been going on for decades, for years, for like, th- you know, 300 more years of oppression, you know, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, you know, I'm just saying it's bound to happen. It was bound to happen, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I'm glad that this movement has taken place because, you know, and, and all these, all these things are coming to light because if, it didn't then it would continue to happen and where does it stop from there you know what i mean yeah. like then it, then it's you know then it's pretty much everyone you know except the people in power you know and with the riots going on and everything like personally i don't always agree with violence and all that but like in this in this, in this situation like what what else is there to do you know all the protests you know what has that really accomplished lately they just ignore it you know put the blinds down and everything and you know with the riots you know people are actually starting to turn their heads you know the president you know was in this bunker like last week you know so people are definitely <laughs> noticing people yeah, started actually that. look at this oh movement you know oh, man i want to say so much about the president uh because he is a handful and you know and it's just crazy like that a president that talks the most mac you know like on twitter and in person everything but he's still like he's such a he's so scared oh, okay i can't i can't say anything. <laughs> you can continue from there because you know it's just crazy i did see that you know he used to and then you know what i think i'm not it's not 100 percent um uh, you know, true. I don't know if it's true or not, but someone, but I think he posted on Twitter or something like that saying that he wasn't hiding in his bunker. He was just doing an inspection. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> an inspection during the protest right outside yeah. your front door. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I was, uh, I was watching this Chris Rock summit that I found like last week and he had a, he had a really good point of, like, about all this. And I don't think it was probably made a couple years ago, but it still stands today. So I'll try to paraphrase and everything. He was like, every time something like this happens, people will say, like, defending the cops and saying, like, oh, not every cop is bad, you know? We only have a few bad apples. But, like, being, you know, the profession as a police officer, you can't have, you know, bad apples because you're playing with people, you know, you're dealing with people's lives. And, right. and he, he, was, he drew the comparison to, like, pilots. And he was like, which, which I thought was kind of funny. He was like, what if American Airlines said, no, our, our pilots aren't bad. We just have a few bad apples. You know, only some of them don't like landing the plane. I was like, oh, my God, that's so true. 
Yeah, I know exactly which uh, video you're talking about. And, you know, it's, I agree. It's like, it's so true. And, you know, I've seen other points made about it with like doctors, like they can make a mistake. Yeah. You know, like you said, people's lives are in line. It's basically the same thing. But for some reason, they don't get uh, the same consequences, you know, which is kind of what uh, part of this movement is trying to achieve, I think. You know, it's like trying to get more consequences for officers so that, you know, these things happen less. You know, it took, it took 50 states, you know, million signatures and petitions for the three other officers to get charged and for the, the other officers to get the second degree. But that's insane. It took way too long. It did. It did. But revolution is slow. I think we're in this for the long run. You know, we're going to have to keep on pushing on to get, you know, set things right in motion because, you know, these are systemic things that uh, have been set up to put people at a disadvantage, which is why it's not going to be an overnight change, which is kind of like, you know, we're going to have to keep pushing and keep going. And eventually, you know, we'll see change. We are going to take in small victories, obviously, with the three other officers that got charged, along with the other officer that's the, that uh, kneeled on his neck, on George Floyd's neck. But we're in this for the long run, and we're going to have to stick through with it. Yeah, there's so many ways you can help the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, you can donate to the Middle School Freedom Fund. There's a Campaign Zero, which I came, uh, donated to. And you can also educate yourself, you know, because, you know, yeah, we have history books that tell us some things, but like, that's not even half the story. You know, educate yourself, you know, have, have these type of conversations with people because, you know, you can learn a lot. You know, I've definitely learned a lot in the last few weeks, you know, and it's, I think it's important for us, for everyone to keep pushing this momentum, you know, after these convictions, because, you know, it's not enough for just, just these officers to get convicted because, you know, in a, in, a, in a couple of years later, this might happen again, you know, we just keep pushing the energy keep going forward for real change yeah for sure uh, ricardo uh pushing forward i kind of phased out for a second there i'm not gonna <laughs> lie <laughs> you know you're i'm i know you make a lot of great points but i phased out um uh, but yeah no for sure we have to you know keep pushing keep doing those changes uh, oh, that's right. I remember what I was going to say. Now, there's so many ways to help right now, you know, and it's like pretty much the main thing is that you should be doing something, you know, right. there's a lot, you know, there's different ways to help. You don't actually have to go out to the protest. You know, you don't have to, um, you don't even have to donate if you don't have the money because we are in a pandemic. We, you know, and, you know, people lost a lot of their jobs. So it's definitely understandable, you know, but there's other ways to donate if you want. Like you can donate your time. You can sign petitions. You can, you know, help out the protesters by aiding them, you know, giving them food, water, et cetera. Or even um, there's like YouTube videos that, yeah, I've seen that, you know, you can run them and then, you know, play through the ads and everything. And that YouTube will actually donate that money to, you know, funds and everything like that. So the main thing is really to, you know, be doing something, you know, and together it's like that's the only way we'll actually get some change. Yeah, I think it's important also, you know, fill out the 2020 census, you know, go vote, you know. If you're not satisfied with your mayor, you know, vote him out, right? If you're not satisfied with your attorney general, vote him out. You know, if you're not satisfied with your police chief, I don't know if you can vote him out, but like vote him out anyways, you know? Yeah, cancel the police chief. <laughs> this issue starts from the top. And we need to actually vote and get out there and make our voice heard. Because we need real police reform, you know? This stuff can't keep on happening. You just can't.
Right. Like you said, people's lives are aligned. They literally have a gun and, and a taser and like so many deadly things, you know, on their uniforms. And, you know, we should really start, you know, do something, doing something about that. But yeah, but I feel like voting is like one of the, I don't want to say least discussed, but it's just one of the ways that should be more prioritized to enact some uh, more changes, you know, because they're the ones that pass the laws. They're the ones that enforce uh, or, you know, pass rules and everything like that. And really those are like the systemic factors that are contributing to a cycle of violence and oppression. Yeah. You know, we should keep on protesting, you know, keep spreading awareness, make people not forget, you know, but like I draw a line, you know, with the riots, you know, cause like, I feel like there's some people who, you know, the riots are about, you know, for the, for the movement, you know, for the, you know, for change. And there's other type of people who are just doing it just to cause chaos and just looting just to get free stuff. And, and that's not what the message is about, you know, and it's the people just taking advantage of the situation. Right, Ricardo. I like to, uh, I agree with that, but I also want to point out that there's a distinct line, like you said, you know, that there's a difference between rioting for the cause and simply rioting for personal reasons, because if you're protesting and somehow it escalates to rioting and looting, you know, I feel like maybe that's a little, I can see where people that justify that are coming from because they're, because people are focusing more on that and it just goes to show that they value materialism you know materials and that kind of stuff being stolen more than black people's lives you know Mm -hmm. um but you know i did see also how in places where there were no protests no kind of form of uh of the movement and they were simply rioting and looting like i don't know if you saw a video but i saw a video of calumet city on facebook uh, where they were uh they live streamed and then you know they posted it uh they, they were people that just like straight looting and you know right yeah. you know just not even rioting, just like straight breaking into the stores like um for locker and um they were actually broke into bob's furniture discount like furniture oh, yeah. they <laughs> broke into furniture started stealing you know <laughs> furniture and you know and i'm pretty sure there was no um kind of protests you know around that area or anything like that so i feel like you're right there's a distinct line you know to draw between you know rioting and looting you know especially for what reason you know because mm-hmm. if you're doing it to you know show you know to get some attention and to the movement and everything like that i'm all for that but if it's like just for personal reasons uh, you know just to get some free stuff that's like a little bit over the edge but who am i to say you know i'm not i'm not black i don't know what it's like to live that life you know i i could i can you know i can only imagine i can't i, I won't i will never fit you know i will never be in that situation so i really have no say in the matter but those are my thoughts you know what i mean yeah we don't know like what's this like you know but we're still here standing with them we're still supporting you know we're supporting the protesters you know risking their lives out there you know dealing with the police and also, all this makes you forget that there's a global pandemic in, at hand, you know, with so much people around each other, you know? Right. It's like, how bad do things have to get that a global pandemic is second news, you know? Exactly. It's like, it's like, what, it's like oh, a pandemic? What? That's like, oh, news. Well, you know, whatever. You know, it's so things are pretty bad right now. But I also like to stress um, that as bad as things get, you know, and especially with the overwhelming sensation that we get, you know, that people that we get from seeing all those videos of, you know, of police brutality, 
especially with the protests and everything like that. I feel like we have to prioritize our mental health. You know what I mean? Uh, because it's, it's kind of traumatizing to keep seeing that information. And uh, naturally, we get desensitized to that kind of information. We, kind of, we get used to it, you know? So I feel like we should, you know, every once in a while, take a breather, you know? I'm not saying ignore it, but I'm saying, like, take a step back from your phone, you know, meditate, drink some tea, do something that calms, you know, that soothes you. Um, so that way, you're able to keep going, find a good fight for the long run. Yeah, I definitely thought, you know, last weekend was like the ugliest in terms of like protests, protesters and police crashing. So I saw so many crazy videos of police just being violent for no reason, you know, and the protesters just being peaceful and the police keep pushing for no reason. Yeah, I actually I actually had a look up what um, ACAB means, A-C-A-B. Yeah. You know what that means? No. Yeah, really? I, it's like going around all social media. It's uh, it's all call all cops are N and B word. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And I was like, why do they keep why do they keep posting that? And actually, I had to look it up. You know, uh, but yeah, you know, it's like it, like I I know what you mean. It's like sometimes they're unnecessarily violent. Right, did you see the video? It came out yesterday of that what happened in Buffalo with the police. Yeah, with the seventy-five or seventy-year-old man. Yeah, like that. dude, that was oh my god, that hurt to see you, man. Yeah, oh my, yes, bro, that was like that's so graphic, and that's oh. what I'm talking about. Like seeing that new stuff pop up every day, you know, and uh, but that's 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 tough, you know what I mean? And also, like during this time, you see what people are actually about, you know, all these celebrities who actually you know are ignorant with their statements, and there's just right. a. Fox News uh, commentator, I don't I forgot her name. It's like Laura something, I forgot. But back when, a couple years ago, when LeBron James and Kevin Durant said something political, you know, she was like, uh, shut up and dribble, right? And now, you know, when Drew Brees, uh, he said something ignorant and pretty uh, tone deaf, uh, it was like two days ago. And she supported him by saying, oh, he can have his opinion. Wait, Drew Brees is white. You know, Le- you know LeBron and Katie, they're black. But because they're black, they can't, you know, have a statement in politics. But because Drew Brees, you know, he was white and he did, he's allowed to have an opinion. And that was so messed up. She said that on uh, Fox News? Yeah, dude. She was like, oh, he's allowed to have an opinion. And, you know, a couple years ago with KD and LeBron, you're like, yeah, just shut up and dribble. I was like. What? That's wild. I know. That's exactly. And I support all these celebrities, you know, are actually doing good with their platforms, you know. I don't know if you saw on John Boyega, you guys to play Finn in uh, Star Wars. He was out there learning uh, with the protesters. But basically, yeah, you, you can see, you can hear, he, he made a pretty epic speech. You can hear the, the pain and the hurt and the realness oh, in his voice. Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. I didn't get, get to see the video yet. Um, and I'm not a big Star Wars fan, so I didn't know that uh-huh. the name really, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I did see that Jordan Peele had reposted and said, we got you or something like that. Yeah, because he was like... You know, he was like, he was like um, I don't know if I'm going to have a career after this, but F that. You know, when right. you hear that stuff from celebrities, it hits different. You know, it's more powerful. And, you know, they can you know, kind of relate. Right. You know, they have a platform. They should use it, you know. And, like, I know one person that's also, like, really, you know, involved with everything. Um, or, you know, at least that's what it seems like on social media is uh, Billie Eilish. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I love her music, obviously, you know, and, and she just like, you know, she's posting all this stuff and it's like, it's, you know, she's young. So she like, I feel like she, you know, she gets us, she, she knows, you know, what we're going yeah. through and everything like that. So I just love that she's like actually speaking out because some people are, I feel like some celebrities aren't speaking out because they don't want to risk their career. Like with yeah, um, that Star Wars actor. Yeah. yeah I mean, like that you mentioned, you know, and like, and I feel like a lot of people are showing their true colors now. And like I don't know, I don't know, or maybe that's not the case. Maybe it's just being exposed more often. Like I see more people getting exposed for being racists and and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy. It's so much going on, you know. Yeah, because it's definitely not enough to be silent, you know. Because I mean, if you're silent, that means you're basically okay with everything that's going on, and you know, it's not okay with everything that's going on lately. You need to say at least something, you know. Donate, like I said, educate yourself. Because, you know, in order for us to keep pushing this movement, you know, we need to keep, you know, being aware, keep talking about it. And also, also with the media, you know, like I, I'm going to go back with the looting and everything. It, it, it kind of goes away from the message because in the news, all you see is the looting, all the bad stuff. And it takes away from the actual, you know, protesting, the actual message going on. Right. No, for sure. I feel like the media, I don't, or like, you know, especially, you know, news places, they don't they like to focus on you know not the, on the bad stuff you know they're not focusing on the peaceful protest they're just focusing on the lighting on the I mean, I mean, that's the lighting on the on the rioting and looting um and that's just like it's it's yeah like you shouldn't really pay too much attention to that i think because they're kind of biased you know especially if you know they're like owner is like a republican or a democrat or whatever you know like they have you know personal schedules to push ahead and at the end of the day, they just want the views, you know. You know, this type of stuff, unfortunately, gets it, you know, and, and kind of strays away from the actual message trying to be portrayed. Right. You know, social media algorithms are designed to promote bad behavior, you know, because they're, they pretty much show you what you want to see. And it's polarizing, you know, it's, you know, the different you know views it's pushing people one way pushing people the other way they're all they're living in their own little worlds and once those two meet at one point it gets really violent uh did you hear what nickelodeon did a few days ago yeah they went off the air right yeah uh, and you showed a black screen you know with the duration of uh, how george floyd situation you know how he's killing how much it took and it's basically, you know, it just said, you know, I can't breathe for eight minutes and however, 46 seconds. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, white moms complaining. Uh, so that's what Karens, I heard. Karens, you mean Karens, Karens basically. Okay. Yeah. And I just thought, how, I thought that was awesome in part of Nickelodeon's part, you know, because Nickelodeon, oh, for sure. it, it's, it's a kid program, you know, it's a kid channel. They start airing this message out there. Right. We're at the point that, you know, if, if black parents have to teach their, their young kids, like five-year-olds, you know, how to interact, you know, they, they start interact, you know, telling them how to act with police, like why they saw a black man getting murdered for no reason, you know, by the cops, you know, it's like, there's really no line, no boundaries at this point, you know? So that's why I feel like Nickelodeon did that too, Mm -hmm. you know, because they have, they're trying to expose that to, you know, two kids which you know and we got to the point where we, that's kind of, that's kind of where we're at because that's the only way we're going to move forward exactly yeah i think it's important also to you know start loving each other more you know when you start listening to each other listening to each other's experiences you know not just you know 
brush it off and just put it on the carpet. Because, you know, from all this, you hear people's, you know, own experiences, you know, specifically black people. And if you're not, if you're not black, you know, you probably haven't, you know, experienced or suffered what they suffered. And, you know, it opens your eyes, you know. No, yeah, for sure. We really have to, you know, listen, which I feel like is a big part and, and, and try to relate, you know, it's like, it's like, we can only relate so much, you know, because, or should I say, we can only, if you're, if you're not in their shoes, like if you're not physically actually them, you will never experience what they feel, you know, experience like, so what their experiences feel like, you know, we only see things through our eyes. We only experience things through our body. So, which is why I feel like we really have to try our best to put ourselves in their shoes. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So how, many, how long have we been recording? Oh, we can go for a bit longer. It hasn't been that long. Oh, like what? Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure our, our listeners are bored, you know, because they're, <laughs> they're tired. I'm sure, you know, like I said, you know, it's like we're so much, so, so much of this information floating around, you right. know, and, and so like, you know, I'm sure, uh, you know, they're trying, they're looking for some good news, some kind of, you know, fun stuff, you know, to kind of ease their mind a bit. Um, also, I think it's important. Yeah, also I think it's important for, you know, everyone to be united in this, you know, I don't think this should be political or divisive because it's not, I mean, it's, it's facts, you know, these police officers are killing, you know, specifically black men, you know, because they have, they're abusing their powers, you know, and, you know, if you, you, look, you go look at the protesting and you see not just black people and you see people from different races, Asian, you know, Latinos, and I think it's a good thing to see, you know, not just, you know, everyone coming together and fighting this, fighting the good fight. Right. And it's, it's, it's a lot going on. You actually reminded me, um, there's a, they redid, you know what the Twilight series is? Uh, the show? Like the vampire and like the werewolf? Um, I don't know. That's Twilight? No, 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 not the vampire, not the Edward and Bella Twilight. Uh, oh, wait, that's it. What did I say? Is it Twilight? Right. But there's a, there's a show called the Twilight Zone. Is it okay? I don't know. It's from the, it's like really it's like from like the fifties, sixties, I think. It's like black and white. Okay. Um, uh, but they re- recently redid it. Jordan Peele actually redid the, you know, a couple of the you know episodes of the Twilight Zone, and you know Jordan Peele is like you know I feel like he's real um, famous for uh, social commentary. You know, kind of talking about like you know the things that are going on right now, especially with police brutality. But uh, he actually released an episode a while ago because I already finished the whole, like the whole one season. Um, and it's like this episode that um, I, that I know if I rewatch, I'm just going to have like a whole different perspective on it because it's basically about how um, this uh, person has to, uh, this uh, black mother and her son, she's dropping off her son at college and she finds this uh camera recorder you know that she can actually like rewind time and every time there's like every time they're going to college she's going to drop it off to college a police officer stops them and it always ends up with him being shot and even and you know every time she rewinds it every time you know it, that's how it ends up until finally you know they were able to get you know get him to college and only when everyone was recording and the officer felt you know like he couldn't do anything at that moment um question for you do you have disney plus do i have disney plus yeah i had it but i really only got it for nostalgia so i just deleted it 
Okay, well, well, there's just a good movie on there. And it's, it's personally one of my uh, favorite sports movies. And it's called uh, Remember the Titans. And what basically this movie is about, so it's a football movie. And it's based, uh, it was made in 2000. But it's based, I think it's based in the 70s. And it was basically when uh, this school integrated, you know, black and whites for like the first time, which also meant they have to integrate their football team. You know, at the beginning, you know, nobody liked each other and they're kind of racist towards each other. And, you know, as, as they began playing more football, you know, having more bonding with, with each other and seeing that, you know, they have more in common, you know, not just, you know, just because they're black and white doesn't mean they can't like each other. Like how was, you know, how, like how was in the racism back then, you know? Yeah. And, you know, throughout um, the movie, they just get all closer and closer. And I think it's a good message, especially now. For sure. You know, we have to over, you know, it's like, especially for that time, we have to overcome change and unite together as people because that's what we are. We're human beings and we're all just trying to live life to the max because we're really only here for such a short time when you think about it. Um, so really filling up all our time with hate and racism is so dumb you know really so yeah for sure we really have to start you know getting along um and there's you know steps to do that one is you know spreading the words to you know having those uncomfortable uh conversations with people and you know you know posting stuff and donating and you know doing your part yeah and also like we need real police reform too i don't know if i said this previously but like there's so many tactics that the police can use like are just like so, like so unethical at this point, you know. They have so much power for for no reason, and they abuse it for so so many of them abuse it for no reason just because they can, and they feel like the bigger person here. Right. I feel like it's a power thing, you know. At that at some point. Uh, question: uh, Could it be that they because they get paid less that they're more stressed out and more inclined to be violent? Because don't police officers get paid like? Very yeah, that's what we hear. Few? Yeah, that's what we hear. They don't get paid enough, but still, that should be a reason to lash out. You know. You know oh, of course, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That should definitely not be a reason. But I'm just curious as to why it is that they're so brutally violent. You know? Yeah, it's, it goes back to the racism thing. You know, unfortunately, and also I feel like for police, police officers, it needs to be like probably better psychological tests. You know, because probably you know some of these people are actually racist. You know. And we can't have people like that in our police because, you know, protect, they're supposed to protect us, but, you know, in, in a lot of cases, it's not, it's not the case. Right. We should, uh, they should have, um, like, uh, I know for like some job industries, you have to keep getting your certification, you know, keep going yeah. back and taking the test and everything like that. I feel like that's what they should do too. Like more often than not, they should, you know, keep getting those psychological evaluations and keep getting, you know, those implicit bias tests, you know, because to see if they're actually qualified to protect and serve. Yeah. And I think, I think that's all for the show today. I think, you know, we probably missed a couple points, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we support the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, we're here for change. We want change, you know, because enough is enough. And we passed enough a long time ago. And hopefully this is the start of actually something. It's like my greatest fear of all this is that, you know, yes, this these cops get convicted and everything, but, you know, but then people start protesting, people start, stop rioting. And then a couple months, it all fades away. In a couple years, it happens again, you know? I hope that this is actually the start of something that will, you know, come and change in the future. 
A hundred percent. I agree with, you know, they, like I said, we're in this for a long run. Um, it's not a trend. We should, you know, we should not treat it as a trend. We right. should really take this into our, into the, you know, the roots of our, of our hearts, you know, that the only way we're going to make change is to really, you know, do this for a long run. Yep. So uh, yeah. Uh, um, one more thing. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to apologize to all our viewers because I don't, I, I don't know if you were expecting such serious stuff this episode, uh, you know, but you know, next week for sure, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll definitely include some more fun stuff, some more lighthearted stuff without taking, you know, um, perspective uh, away from the Black Lives Matter movement, because like Ricardo said, we're 100%, you know, we stand with the Black Lives Matter movement. And, you know, and it's like, like you said, it's like the scariest thing is that we'll forget about it. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, for sure, we'll definitely, you know, keep keep that in mind and everything, you know. But like I said, our mental health is also important, um, you know, for to keep going, fighting the long run fight. Yeah, exactly. So thank you for listening. And our first Twitter, again, is the at weekend underscore chips. And yeah, well, next week we'll have another episode for you guys. And thank you for listening. We'll see you guys later. Thank you.